wall and I still ain't sold out Hello, everybody. Welcome. This is the Lakes Jam podcast presented by Listen Local, and we have a jam-packed show for you today. My name is Isaiah Moingen, and there is a huge cast right in front of me. We've got a lot of people and a lot of mics and headsets, so bear with us. Uh, Ken Lacey, how are you doing? Good. How are you doing, Isaiah? Fantastic. Show two of the Lakes Jam podcast, and I couldn't be more excited. Well, you better make sure you let everybody know how you feel about Hardy. I'm I'm really excited, guys. I mean, I don't know if you know this, but I'm probably one of the biggest Hardy fans in the BLA, if not the entire world. So um, we're ready for a Hardy party. And on the show yesterday, we did a little Lakes Jam uh, music trivia on our show. And um, mm-hmm. I thought uh, Mark Chestnut was last year. So I <laughs> so so now I've been progressively like quizzing these guys, doing like two songs each show, and then I'll play a song and then they have to guess the artist. So I, I was like, I'll start it off. I was like last week's episode, and I will start by just playing the song, and we'll start out easy. So I played "Brother Jukebox" by Mark Chestnut, and they didn't get it. No. Well, Colton guesses Hardy every time. That's true. So, because <laughs> he knows me well, and he knows that eventually I'll yeah. get it right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but I mean, it's fun. It's nice to you know get those memories going, and and you know, most country, I like you guys know, I don't listen to it a ton. So when I hear the songs, I know the song, but. Um, I had no clue that was the artist. So then I sort of get excited. I'm like, hey, I know that song. They're going to be like, Jim. Well, and the cool thing is, is as all of these, you know, uh, releases come out with the new artists and things change and stuff like that, it's so cool to dive into them. And have, you have no idea who that is when you first see the name, but then you start going into all of their songs and stuff like that. You're like, oh, I know this person. I know this person. And a lot of times you have no idea who the artist is. And then all of a sudden you're a, a huge fan by the time it comes around. I mean, Larry Fleet was one of those for me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, when we announced Shaman's Harvest, you know, the whole crazy debacle with we had Blackstone Cherry, then we had Elise Way, and then that didn't work out, and then we ended up with Shaman's Harvest, and I didn't know who they were, and I talked to Hopper, and he did. He's like, yeah, they'll be good, and a few other friends that are in the rock, and then I started listening to a bunch of their songs, and now I'm listening to a bunch of their songs all the time, and every year it seems like there's a different artist that I haven't heard of that shows up at Lake Sham, and all of a sudden I'm like, now they're in my playlist all the time, yeah. and that's one of them. That was how I was with Skillet. I know we've talked about that before, um, and now they're they're coming back, so... That's good. Can I just uh, call Isaiah out for a second, though? Sure. This is not a band at Lakes Jam, but I feel it's a band that majority of the world knows. So I told him um, about my ventures this weekend <laughs> where I have to go film. And I said, we're filming for a, a band named Motley Crue. And he goes, who are they? <laughs> <laughs> Isaiah had no clue who Motley Crue or Def Leppard was. I mean, I've, I've heard of, I don't know what a Def Leppard is, but oh, I've heard of Motley <laughs> Crue. Um, and then you played a few songs and they're like, oh, yeah, I get it, but... Being a person who'd never listened to rock music growing up, I have no freaking clue. So, yeah, that's that's that. So, Lakes so. Jam is culturing me a little bit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we can help out. Yeah, I mean, I got to be uh, front front row for Rat, and that was an experience. There, yes. Yeah, I never thought I yeah. would have to do that. So, did we decide to do a ticket giveaway? We or, should. Or trivia or anything in the middle of this um, show? I mean, I think both shows. You I just think, say the word, Ken. Yep. Yeah, we we're yep, doing we it. Okay. Anyway, that's we, need, we need to get it shared on social media so the rest of the world can find out how great yes. this show is. So. I yeah, I couldn't uh, agree more. All right. <laughs> so should we just jump right into it, get to our guests right off the bat? I know both have been a vital part of Lakes Jam over the years. So both, just- I think if maybe they can correct me if I'm wrong, but both have been involved with Lakes Jam since day one. 
So we have Mike Schmidt is with us today. And Mike, I was going to give, I'm giving him a new nickname today. And I'm not allowed to talk about part of it anymore. <laughs> but his new nickname is now Trifecta. <clears throat> Trifecta. So he's now known as Trifecta because not only is he the mayor of Motley. Well, that's just true. He is the MC for Lakes Jam. Yes. And he has another title that I can no longer tell everybody <laughs> about. But he is, trust me, Trifecta. That could be a part of the ticket giveaway. Oh, okay. okay. Because a lot of people, depending on how you know me, boy, your trifecta could get really interesting. I, I was going to say, I, I mean, I did hear Sugar Daddy's open back up. so <laughs> Under Ooh. new ownership, okay? And <laughs> There's a difference. I'm not amateur night either. <laughs> <laughs> and our other special guest we have with us, uh, he is the owner and the purveyor of fine spirits at Sheps. So, Stephen Shepard. Thank you for inviting me. Well, it's awesome to have you. You've been since day one, right? Yes, day one. Day one. I uh, pretty much run a lot of VIP tickets in and out of your organization, bring a lot of people out every year, and do a little after-bar party when we're out mm-hmm. and listen to great music. So it makes for a long night for people like my age, but somehow <laughs> I survive. I don't know how you do it, because I barely can do it. <laughs> I, I have experienced, Shep, I only get there Saturday night when it's all said and done, and I don't know, to the credit of Lakes Jammers, I don't know how they start partying on Wednesday. I, I can barely finish the one beer at Chef's on Saturday. So we have some real professionals that There's a at Chef's camp. It's, like that's because it's a yeah, keg, method. not a beer, that you're working on. You are just too much too fast, Ken. Can we pace this? There is I'm a method be, to the I'm madness. breathing heavy, and we just started. <laughs> Oh, man. I mean, so, I figured it out over the years. I mean, drinking from Wednesday to Sunday. I mean, there's there's an art to it. Mm-hmm. We can certainly talk about that more, but Shep is a huge advocate of that, I there believe. There's an art to it, and it helps getting the free VIP dinner in the tent. No. There you go. <laughs> that is a, that is a huge help. <laughs> well, oh, man. Shep, tell us, so the after parties on each, each night of Lakes Jam, on occasion you've had artists show up to play out there. Can you I talk about have. any of those? So I had low cash come back one year, blew my mind, wow. <laughs> kind of threw me all off tilter because I wasn't sure whether to keep talking to them because I wanted to talk to them and see what's going on or keep waiting on people. And that was probably one of my highlights of everything coming back there. We were so close to having them this year for the 10th. Oh, by the way, 10th anniversary for Lake. It's our 11th year because of the C word. We didn't mm-hmm. have an event the one year. So Got this it. is our 10th anniversary and we almost had them back this year. We were Working on it and just didn't quite work out. You did a good job this year. It's a great lineup. It really, truly is. Mm -hmm. Well, Travis Banks, who's actually sitting here behind us listening in today, he's in charge of our talent. And uh, so big kudos to him and his beautiful wife, Tracy, who helps him out. Yeah, no, Travis and and the whole team, each year I think we're just shocked to to see the talent you guys can bring in. And and we always talk about it. You know, we hear the more than a music festival, but, I mean, music still is a massive part to this festival. So Okay, people are going to bitch about the music no matter what it is. The reality is, is that being the fact that we're more than just a music festival, is there something for everybody? But I got to cut in here with a public service Let's announcement. Even Shep is going to, he's going to enjoy Skillet this year. I know he was on the fence. Even <laughs> <laughs> Shep is good. It, so when you mention the music, I have been there all 10 years. And what I'll tell you is festivals get reputations. And I'm backstage most of the weekend and what is really fun to hear is the reputation that the Brainerd Lakes area has, our crew and the staff have, and the repeat artists we have, they don't have to come back. They don't, just like anywhere. They've had good experiences, bad experiences. And they like coming back to the Brainerd Lakes area, and it's really fun. And, and the crowds love it, and they get bigger and bigger every year. So some of the repeat artists, you know, the compliment to the fans is they're back because you, uh, mm-hmm. you people go where they're welcome, they stay where they're wanted, and they come back and... 
party hard for us. So yeah, it's, it's a huge testament to the festival and all the work that you guys put into it. I mean, one of the artists that I always talk about is Chris Jansen and seeing him like day one, you know, where he was, I don't even four o'clock or whatever it was and how big he is now is just so cool to see. And the fact that he was back multiple years and he, I'm sure he loved coming back. Yep. I know, Ken, you mentioned the artist going back to Sheps, but um, yeah, after the music's done, Sheps is the spot to be back in the yeah. the back, whatever you in want to call grounds. it. In the campgrounds. It's um, on your way back. Yeah. yeah you won't miss it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like all my army. group park in the same area, camp in the same area, and they always say, we're not back parking by you. You're too loud till three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I said, come on down. It's a good time. So that, that actually comes through to me because I get emails that we were in this site and it was by this party that was going on every night and can you please move us to a different area mm, mm-hmm. that happens it's a famous now because of that i'll <laughs> <Yeah>. take that <laughs> but when you see some of those you know with the fans from all day you know partying all day up there and then coming back and you it's about 20 people deep yeah. do you get a little nervous ever at night i get extremely nervous every night <laughs> yeah so it's it's intense it's sometimes overwhelming but i think it's an important part of lake sham i'm proud to be part of it and i We'll do it until they tell me I can't do it, mm-hmm. you know. It's a good time. A lot of work, a lot of effort, but I think it also helps so, out the atmosphere. Yeah, Sheps is where you go after the music to really kick off your night, right? So the music is done, usually because you're shoulder to shoulder in the crowd for a long time, and sometimes you don't like walking back to get beers. Maybe the buzz is down a little bit, and you're like, wow, that was awesome. Go to Sheps, or some cherry bombs, or some yeah. yag shots. But at that point, though, you're kicking off your morning <laughs> And you're not making the early 5K fun run. No, uh, I typically yeah. am not present for that, uh, nor in spirit or physically. So you're saying we shouldn't add a marathon in the morning this year as another activity? No. <laughs> you would have to invite people from outside of the... <laughs> I'll just tell you now, I will not be there, Ken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you might be cleaning up, you know, cans, but... You can be the, honor, the honorary flag bearer at the finish line and at about noon. Yeah, that'd be okay. Say, yeah. <laughs> Noon, give me a chair. Make it one. Case of beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fine. That'll be fine. All right, Mike, for you, and I have a feeling I know what story you're going to tell, and that's why I'm doing this, Ooh. but uh, backstage last year with a certain artist, something happened. <laughs> well, I think we've got to hear about that. That That's the one you want to go on? Uh, you know, it, it, I want to preface this with after 10 years you meet and you get to exchange a lot of dialogue with artists, and there's some misconceptions people have, and I'll tell you what. People always ask, are, are the artists high maintenance? Not really. The, you know, when it comes to their food and drink and what they want in their tents or, or what they want in their RVs, I, I've said to every one of my buddies, six weeks from now, when you've mowed the lawn or you've been out raking, what snack do you want? Well, nobody knows that. So nine times out of ten, they, they give us a long list because they don't necessarily know what they want. You, you want pizza? You want Doritos that night? They don't know. And the generosity of the artists is, is not surprising. They usually gift it all back to the stage crew. Um, it doesn't go unwanted or unused. So I want to preface with that. But do you really want, this is, you really want me to tell this story right now? The one about on the, on the green room deck? <sighs> okay, so yeah. some, some, okay, so the artist was John Party. But he's the neutral in all of this. Some artists have supporting cast or crew members or, or management that are, depending where you're standing in the world, determines just how aggressive you need to be. And when we're all working in our, um, our fish house, if you will, backstage at 7.30 in the morning, you don't need to come in with your laundry list of what Mr. Party needs. But he's got a guy that I'll just call him Lurch. 
and that should sum it up, like what he looked like, acted like. And it's no discredit to Mr. Party, John Party. He's a nice guy. But so Lurch comes in with his list of demands. He needs to meet with local law enforcement, who we have on site, because Mr. Party this, Mr. Party that. And the list is getting long. And I just want two Tylenol and a cup of coffee. <laughs> and that's where we're at. Like, we're in Brainerd, Minnesota. Nothing, like, you can hear crickets right now at Lakes Jam. Mm-hmm. Nothing's happening. And I don't know if they played in a prison the night before or where they were at, but they needed a lot of security. And... We pride ourselves that we really don't have to have that much security at Lakes Jam. We have some nice people that help us out and some local law enforcement. But as the day went on, this guy was hell-bent on everyone must show their credentials. Now, there's not that many of us backstage. But every time I run up and off the stage, he's like, I need to see your badge. And at some point, my badge needed to be just the middle finger. Like, I'm, I'm done with you, Lurch. I got to go do things. So the whole day goes by, and I must have shown my credentials to this guy no fewer than 50, 60 times. And I'm one of 30 backstage. So then I realize he and I, we're not going to be friends. This is just where it's headed. So Party does his set, and we have our green room where the artists go backstage to freshen up and hang out with their friends and their pals. And That's also where I keep my beer. So at the end of the... The end of the night, it's we're done. I I would like a frosty, and so I go backstage, and there's Lurch, and he's he's uh, he's on the deck of the the greenhouse, if, the, the green room, if you will, and he says, uh, "Mr. Party's having a gathering in in the green room," and I go, "Well, my beer's in the fridge." And he goes, "I'll need to see your credentials," and at this point, I'm just like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> like, no. And I'm with one of the other guys that really does a ton. I'm with Eric Huff, and Eric's like. You and he helps us backstage. They're really the managing crew backstage. And, and Eric's like, you, if you want to walk past this guy, go ahead. But I ain't touching this with a 10-foot pole. And I just kind of looked at Lurch, and I said, I'm going to get my beer. And I go in, and the party's sitting there with his buddies and a couple ladies, and they're hanging out. They're playing music, and it's a beautiful night. We spray for bugs, by the way, at Lakes Jam. So there's no mosquitoes. And all I said was, it's a beautiful night. You guys should take this out to the deck. And so they're like, well, sure. So they go outside, and we're all out on the patio, and I'm standing next to John Party, which, by the way, he's like 6'6", and I'm not. <laughs> and everybody else knows who this guy is, and Lurch is just staring me down because now I've totally broke protocol of all things John Party and how we operate. This goes against his three-ring binder and his, all the lanyards he has. And so we're out back, and we're just, he and I are talking, Party and I are talking about four-wheeling and where you've been. And I look at I look at Lurch, and then I look at John Party, and I just simply say, "Where do you fit into all this at Lakes Jam?" And and this was not well received <laughs> by Lurch, and he doesn't even let John Party answer the question. He interrupts and he goes, "That is John Party." And right out of the Saturday Night Live archives, I just go, "And you are, and you fit in." He goes, well, "I'm John Party. I just played on your stage." And I go, "You know, a lot of six foot six guys are going to say that at this point of the night backstage." But uh, that's Ken loves that story. It's a funny one. It's a good one. It's a good one. But it just shows you, you know, back to it. The artists—they're real. They're real people. They're just—they're doing a job, and many of them do it very, very well for our fans and, and our community. And um, just don't bring lurch. That's yeah. my thing. Don't come in hot seven thirty in the morning we ain't gonna get along <laughs> we should talk to Shep now I've had <laughs> I got something for Shep so. unless anyone wants to follow up with I don't I'm Mike on his beautiful 
well-told story. I think enough people have heard my story about the backstage manager. So I think the I think <laughs> the moral of the story is it's not typically the artists themselves. Yes, right. it's usually the manager or the lurch. Correct. The artist nine times out of ten, they have to. They don't know even what has been communicated mm-hmm. about them for them. What you know? Why? Why they bring me Pepsi? I just wanted a water. Well, no, I'm supposed to bring you 28 Pepsis right now. <laughs> why the hell do I have Pepsi? Like they don't care. They're 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 all super cool and they enjoy our hospitality tent. And they walk around backstage, walking their dogs. You mentioned Chris Jansen. Yeah, there was a year he was almost late to the stage because one of his kids was working on potty trading, oh, and he gosh. was late. Yep. He was being a dad. They just hit it one more time, and he he got there. And <laughs> fans love they they love that, and that's the stuff when we go out like to Shep's camp. I, I don't know if you've noticed, I like to talk. So we like to share those positive stories about the artist because really that's one of the cool things that connects the fan. There's all the social media crap mm-hmm. people can read and see, but they love that I was there, this is a story, that just happened. They really like that connection. All right, Shep. Now that we can get Mike to... I'm done for a while. Mike's, <laughs> Mike's got no mic now for a little bit. So, uh, Shep, History of Lakes Jam, what was your favorite rock artist? Oh, well, that's easy. Year one, Ario Speedwagon. Ario Speedwagon. I'm a huge Ario fan. Yeah. Seen him 26 times live, five states, five meet and greets. That's my go to. But oh. I love Sticks. I love Night Ranger. Tesla was really good last week, last yeah. year. Tesla um, playing during a lightning storm was like perfect. It was. You couldn't have scripted that one any no, better. Awesome. Chris Jansen, country. Mm-hmm. He was so good. Low cash, of course. Not because they came and see me, but they were really good. Oh, I was just ta- talking to Travis earlier today because we were talking about REO Speedwagon, and they now are f- almost four times more expensive than they were when we had them the really? first year. Yeah. Jeez. Well, they're four times better, too. <laughs> <laughs> just trust me, I play them every day. <laughs> that was back in the field, too. Back in the field. But well, year one was, was yep. somewhat dry. Year two was a mud, mud fest yeah, back was, there. It rained oh, so much. Still got video of that. It was bad. It was bad. But speaking of backstage, I remember one time, it was last year, Lita Ford, or year before. I got to go on stage and introduce Lita Ford two years ago, and that was a big highlight of my life, too. So, again, you get to see what happens behind the backstage like that. It's pretty chaotic, but it isn't chaotic to them guys, I'm sure. But I'm like, wow, I'm backstage. (laughs) And I get to introduce Lita Ford. I I got a good Lita Ford story, but I don't know. What's the rating on her? Tell the Lita Ford story. (laughs) So, so Lita Ford, let's just who. What a professional. The woman is fantastic what she does, but I'm standing there and I'm doing that shameless trying to take a selfie but so she doesn't know and this and that. And so she finally sort of she goes, she called me Skippy. She's like, Skippy, you just want a picture? And I'm like, oh, you had me at hello. <laughs> so I walk over and she goes, and then she looks at her, whoever's with her, she goes, give him a pick. So I get a pick. And then she kind of lightens up a little bit and she goes, I said, you didn't do a meet and greet. We could have saved this awkward moment for a meet and greet. She goes, no, I'm done doing meet and greets. And I said, oh, is that a COVID thing? She goes, no. I went to a party last Saturday night. I didn't get laid. I got in a fight. Uh-huh. It ain't no big thing. And I went, that is so freaking rock and roll. Like, she just, <laughs> yep, that was it. It's a good story. Yep. You go. Back to Shep. Yep. <laughs> All right, Shep, I had a second part to that question. So this is good, good timing. Anyway. <laughs> And we are not editing that out. No. Okay. No, Just no, making sure. Staying. All yeah. right. All right, Shep. So now, within reason, if you could have your favorite classic rock act here in the near future, who would that be? 
Well, let's see. I got a list. <laughs> I'd love to see John Mellencamp come back, come to here. Of course, I'd love to see Kid Rock show up someday. Let me just think. I'm thinking around here what I'm thinking here. Maybe Grand Funk Railroad? They were close this year. Were they? Yeah. So I'm not that far out of range. Yeah. Well, Kid Rock, Kid Rock's about costs about as much as we spend on all of our talent combined. So... Okay, I'll take that one off. So that's a no. <laughs> I mean, we'd love to have him. Don't get me wrong. You well, it's like when we had a Morgan Wallen, we had him temporarily. We had him, you know, for under two hundred grand. Brian Adams. He, he's touring. Morgan now. Morgan Wallen's now pushing two million. Mm-hmm. Really? Wow. Yeah. So it's it, 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 you, every, all everybody like our fans. They all name all these bands, and you really even I, and that's why I talked to Travis quite a bit about the bands is knowing what each one of these costs for an hour and a half show and yeah. there could be such a wide range and you might think one because you think it's so much better should be here and this one should be there but they, they have a pecking order in general and all go and all goes by their cost and so the reason you ask that question every year they come up and they kind of ask what do you want chef who do you want just to keep me happy i'm not going anyplace i'm coming back every year but anyway they do give me some input i'm not on the board but i still get some input so it's kind of nice they do that there, and they know I'm a huge rock and roll and not a big country guy. But I think this year is going to be phenomenal. If you haven't got your ticket, just get out there and come out there and see us and see the Lake Sham is going to be amazing. But it's nice to have some input like that. And I have nothing to do with Lake Sham except getting people out there and having a good time. And I'm pretty good at that. You definitely are. Well, we appreciate so much what you do for Lake Sham with the, with the ticket sales with your group and the VIP group and the camping area. You guys take care of that area for us real well and we get a reputation because of that and it's a good thing and everything else you do in the community we have pre-jam parties here your son cody he's got a wiffle ball tournament that benefits smiles yep. smiles for jake yep. if you haven't seen this this really i have to give cody a shout out for this because the the field it's like they built a stadium in their yard i mean there's full walls there's a giant wow. scoreboard there's banners up there's lakes jam banners up from several years and a lot of their sponsors it's painted everything and this is just in their yard I and mean, if you drive by it, you're like what in it's the on county road 48 in baxter it's called perch park yeah wow. I'm very proud of him that's you awesome. drive by that and you're like wow that's that's really cool and they do it that their wiffle ball tournament fills up every year real fast and it benefits miles for jake so it's a great great thing as, as a mayor of a city i got a, did you pass all the planning and zoning requirements <laughs> for your field i've driven by it and i thought my god he, man you you know people it's like the chef the chef mafia in his yard. Like, oh if i had a dollar every time somebody asked me how'd you get that pass how'd you get a scoreboard on the road and i go I just think they look the other way I, not yeah, sure you just why have, but i'll take that for the response yeah. to that is go i'm i'm chef I'm a, I'm a we just celebrity. put it up and ask questions later. Yep. <laughs> yep. But it's been up now for oh probably eight to ten years. It's been really good. So wow, that's great. It's a good benefit for Smiles for Jake and come out be announced the next day. Don't even announce, but it's first week in June, I believe. But it'll great. be coming out, and we'll make sure that people know. Great. Yeah, it's like fun. It's awesome. So, Mike, this one's for you. All right. What is it about Lakes Jam that makes them so much different than some of the other festivals you've been a part of? I think, you know, the, the name drop of Smiles for Jake, we've all mentioned the Brainerd Lakes area. It, one of the thrills that I have on stage is it's not just introing the artists. It is a constant if, if – and I get it's hard to ask fans to pay attention because it's like, woo, let's go. And, but the community connection, the give back, 
Um, we're at BIR, a, a known site. Smiles for Jake, Confidence Learning Center, local vendors. Uh, credit to a lot of our artists. Times have changed. They, the food they want, a lot of the artists want local. They're willing to overpay for it. What, what charitable events are here this weekend? What boys and girls group? Who's doing this and that? There's just some really cool organic things. And I believe that music, a friend of mine said this once, and he's a Lakes Jam attendee. Cap said once, uh, music makes a good day better. And Lakes Jam is music all day long. But in between that, it's all the other stuff. It's the beanbag. It's the bags toss. It's the, uh, we got the lawnmower races. If you have not, it's a long walk. And we got trolleys that'll take you out there. Go watch the, these people have as much passion. Interruption alert. Interruption. I got something. This is breaking news. No one even knows this yet. And and it pertains to what you're saying. So. So we have a company this year that's bringing 14 six-seat golf carts with drivers, and they're going to be driving people all around. There is a, there is a cost for, for the people to do it, but they'll be on call, and there's going to be a tent where you can go, or they're also going to have an app or your phone, and there'll be six or 14 six-seater golf carts with drivers going around all day, every day, taking me wherever you want. That's so, so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it's the company Let's that go. you usually rent from, and now you're not going to get your six-seat golf cart. Uh, no, I had to reserve my six-seat golf cart. So if he took that out from underneath <laughs> me, I need to have a conversation with him, <laughs> an adult conversation with him. So, so to, Sorry well, to interrupt your story. No, I just thought no, that came to, to mind. I figured I better no, say it. No, that's legit. But to answer your question, I've, I've attended, worked, uh, you know, on the weekends, I'm, I'm with music somewhere. And Lakes Jam, just there, there's a lot of friends that have become family and I will just say the staff that work for Lakes Jam and with, um, it's a one-year reunion every year. Uh, whether you're out at Sheps, there are, there are people in the audience, I don't know their names, but we hug every weekend. They're drunk. I'm not. I don't. I do not. People need to know. My, by the way, my cup on stage usually has water in it. It's, uh, I saved my one beer for Sheps Saturday night. But um, it, it really is. It's the vibe. And, and we've all been to venues where... It wasn't the artist's fault. It wasn't music's fault. I mean, the, the production crew can't say enough about them on stage and how hard they work to make it sound great, sound checks. They love the drifting cars, by the way, uh, the sound check guys in the mornings. But that's okay. Midlife crisis <laughs> and sound checks go together. Way to go, well. Ken. Yeah. So, so I mean, last year some things I'm going to refuse to fix. I'm just Ken, saying. No, I tell them all the time. These are, these are grown men here with the, the Make-A-Wish Foundation behind the wheels of cars, and they're living out their memories. It's kind of fun. It's but for a good cause. It's for a good cause. But, no, I would say, why Lakes Jam? Why not? Why yeah. not? And, uh, yeah. It's a great time. You talked about the people. So it's interesting. We, we did a social media post this week, and it was, if, if you're talking to a newcomer to Lakes Jam, what would you tell them that they needed to know? What's the most important thing? And a majority of the responses were, talk to everybody there, meet other people. That's the most fun part about Lakes Jam is just meeting other people. And, and that, that's awesome because I've been to some other festivals and it's it's not like that. It's everyone's in their own groups, and it's not real friendly. And you know, we really focus on it being an awesome customer experience. Yeah, and that's the one of the, my favorite parts is after the show, cruising around through all the camping, and there's all the different like groups of camp campers and like parties going on, and I can stop at each one and 
you know, that's the one year reunion. Hey, what's going on? How you doing? And then go to the next one. And usually that's, that's why I'm not sure. That's the way I get my fresh air during the day to get my vibe for the night. Get on my golf cart and just drive around the campsite, campsite, just talk to these people. And it's just, it's, I think the only live music festival that allows golf carts or side-by-sides or four-by-fours, that's a big asset. Huge. I mean, and they're patrolled. You can't, We'll screw around on them, just drive yeah, casually and get around and see your friends or meet new friends. It's priceless. And I, th- I think people are pretty good about self-policing and, and telling their friends and what because that's that's the thing where if something really bad happens, there's a good chance that that goes away. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, we ha- we haven't had anything bad happen. And and that, and that's a testament to our fans and how responsible they are at an event like that, especially with everything that's going on. I'm going to wrap up. S- Answer seven to your okay. question. You. The other part, the artists love that we are not seating in rows. Mm-hmm. It is a mosh pit of energy, VIP, and, and general admission both. People stand up, they're down in front, and they watch. You hear the artists talk about, we watch that, that foursome get all the way from the back right up front. We could hear them. We could see them mouthing, happy anniversary. We're freaking here right now. We're doing this. That's why Lakes Jam. The yeah. minute you start, to, you start to section off, you segregate, and that's a bad idea. Yeah. And to be fair, I wouldn't call it a mosh pit. Just I know a lot of people, they hear the word mosh pit, and they think it's people getting thrown around and beat up and everything else. It's not like that at all. I mean, Mike might feel that way maybe it's a little too rough for him but what term would you like me to use then ken just a gentle party <laughs> just a gentle it's party. a it's a kind gathering of musical fanatics standing on their feet <laughs> unable to closely connected yes and uh, acting appropriately cheering for <laughs> their favorite bands no the, the fact is that is that you good. don't have to pay over general mission price to have the opportunity to fight your way to the front of the stage or you want yeah, you can go go where you want to be. Um, you may be thirsty, so just like bring a lot of hands, and because usually what happens is by the time you get to the front, you're thirsty, and then you gotta leave, and that's sad. But so here's another first you're all gonna find out about since this came up also, and and I'm not sure when we're gonna release this podcast, but it won't be long till I give this news, so it'll be okay. But we are not we are no longer gonna have reserve seating, so that's going away. Didn't know you had it. The yep. camp, long to camp chair, camping chairs. Oh yep. yeah, there will yeah. be no and yep. and it's a tough decision, but. Really, it's too hard to use that space up yeah. there. It, it really takes away from the event. And a majority of the people, they get the seats because then they have the area, but they don't sit down yeah, and they're not at them. So the anyways, seats are empty so all the time. Yeah, right. we, we looked at moving them out into different areas, but if we moved it out from there anywhere, we literally would have to clear 15 feet in front of it for no one to stand in order to be able to see or put them up right. on platforms, which gets real expensive. So we really don't have a better option. So we're, we're no longer going to, we are going to expand the partner bar area and make it a little bit larger. So our partners have a great place to go up front. So you'll have VIP off to the right. You'll have GA all in the middle. And then to the left, there'll be the partner bar awesome. area and it'll all be standing. There won't be, there won't be chairs there anymore. Yeah, it's such a prime location too. That. And then it's such like a walking location. And I always felt guilty if they're sitting down watching something and I'm trying to get from one side to the other and they're sitting there, it felt a little... Felt a little bad. Well, not so for you because you're shorter than average um, but, you know, for the other people who are filming. And this this kind of goes against most <laughs> festivals' philosophies because, like, you look at a Wii Fest and the first 50 yards is solid chairs, yeah. VIP, but yeah. they're paying 2 to $3 million for their lineup, mm-hmm. and they have to recoup that. And the only way is to sell really expensive right. VIP seating. Yep. We don't want to be that. Mm-hmm. That's not our goal. We're not going to have million-dollar headliners like they have. 
but uh, GA is going to have access and be able to be close to the stage. I just want to point out, Ken's the only one to mention another festival during this podcast. Yeah, that was he, he said it I, first. Yeah, it's just so yeah. naughty. I, festival, I, I support, so I support all festival. I, it's live music is good for everybody. I pushed it's, it with my Lita Ford story, and he went like <laughs> three basements under me by mentioning no festival. <laughs> so dirty. Uh, and I recently got called out for this, so I, I had to tell anybody who heard me on Listen Local uh, that I've been pushing VIP a lot, um, and. Mainly because I, the last few years I've started going VIP and now I just like don't want to do. Mostly because else. he gets those tickets for free. Let's be real, people. Oh, I am a hardworking <laughs> Blazer employee. Okay, I put in my time. <laughs> no, but general admission still you can get such great seats. Push your way to the front and still be for literally the, the prices you're char- not even not charging enough. So. Oh well. Way to go, Ken. Now you can't, can't even run a festival either. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Isaiah. You're going to make me cry. Ken, and this will be the last the live podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Blake Sam's closing the, his doors. That's the goal, Ken. And Jacob just spit <laughs> his beer out. Jacob is spitting beer all over me now. When it comes out your nose, it burns. It burns. It hurts so bad. Ken, I just want to make you cry every show. So now I, now I win. I'll sit back. Uh, th- thank you so much. You're such a caring, gentle man. Oh, man. How All many? Right. F- How wait a minute. You get free here? VIP? I got to pay for mine, and I work oh, there. That's nice. You get yours free? <laughs> they actually give me yours. That was so good. Like, I'm walking from the gas station out the, through the gates. God, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> good for you. Oh, man. But see... It was bound to happen. I think all of you have been there since day one, right? Since the first one. I didn't go to the first Lakes Jam. Way to go, man. I wasn't involved then. Okay. So okay. Okay. I oh, wanted wow. to. We had a soccer. I was coaching soccer, and we had a Isaiah tournament that weekend. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. No. But, but Isaiah was one of those fangirls. You missed a good one, one. Yep. yep. Actually, I lied. I, I, I went to the first one. I didn't go to the Mudfest one. I didn't go to the second one when the Mudfest oh. happened. Okay. I was because I saw Ario. Now that I meant think about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I remember seeing people jump into the garbage cans that were filled with water yeah. at that Mudfest one just to like cool off because I think it was hot. It was <laughs> All right, Mike, what was the most nervous time you've had on stage or experience? Mm. Have I already told this story? <laughs> I'm trying to think, the most nervous time I. I think what, um, mm, for me, it's the coordination with sound and production about the timing of needing to do what we need to do to announce different things, uh, shout outs to sponsors, uh, Confidence Learning Center thing, and you go back to the comment about the artists versus the managers. The artists don't care if they're five minutes late. They don't care. But there's a there's a, a tense timing upstage. So I would say every weekend, every night, there is a tense time of it's down to thirty second intervals, and it's go time. And it's because of uh, they got to play this production video or or their their walk on songs. And there's it's not. I joke on stage. This isn't an iPod running this thing up there. It's really complicated. Um, but the yeah, there is a an, there is one intense moment that comes to mind. But I'm still in litigation over that one with the artist and their manager. So I don't want to talk about it here. Uh, I'm kidding. Um, we've just I I had an interesting exchange with one act one time that it truly was a bummer as a fan, and I won't say who they were, 
but it was just kind of how they treated our staff. And it, it, it's, it's kind of a bummer. But, no, I would say intense-wise, no. I don't know, unless I've told you a different story, but that's what comes Were, were you involved at all when – so Tommy, last podcast, Tommy – V told a story about when they were trying to get the Hardy intro video up and it uh, wasn't working. Yes. Were you around for that one? Yes. And and that's the stuff, but the intensity comes from, like I said, it's not it's not like you don't like that song, you hit shuffle advance on your iPod. <laughs> There's You've got different levels of production working together and the timing of, and like I said, in the end, the artists, they know they're going to play for 75 minutes. And my favorite part is when you see the band say something like, F it, we're going one more song. And they go off their set list, or they cut this song, and they're going to play another. Like, you go, now they're feeling it. So when you go back to your Y Lakes jam, mm-hmm. God, I love when that happens. That's the best. And I have so many set lists from so many bands. I'm such a cheese ball up there. I run out. People are like, give me a set list. I look right at them. No. And I just <laughs> I take them. Yeah, it is cool. I love the set list as well. I also oh, love the breakdowns of the when. Tape, yeah. Tape. Yep. Yep. No, it's really maybe, cool. Maybe we should make copies of that and start uh, giving it out as a. Yeah. Little prize yep. for people. Well, yep. Should we do a trivia thing now? Let's so, do a trivia We kind of do the trivia thing. Let's do it. Mike, what's the trivia thing? <laughs> you said you had a question. No. You don't <laughs> want me to use that question? Yeah, you can At use the beginning. question. Yeah. From we, the beginning. We named your, your, your two third, jobs. Your part of your what's trifecta. The third one? Can that be our trivia? Because they have to answer the online. They have to answer on our, on our Facebook wait, what? in order to get a chance to Oh, I can't wait tickets. for the follow-up on this one. No. What was it like playing third base for the Phillies? You know, I was thinner then. Okay. Um, yep. Mustache came in differently. Okay. It was a redhead. <laughs> it was the 70s. Yeah, ask Isaiah if he gets that reference. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, the, uh, the, the trifecta in this is, is I, I, okay, back to your thing. You've asked one great question. Why Lakes Jam? Thank you. Opportunity to serve and give back to a community far greater than the one I live in, the one that I'm mayor of. Um, I am a very proud public school administrator. I'll leave it at that. All right. Um, And the misconception is all principals do, for example, is send kids to detention. No. 99% of my daytime gig, if I were a principal somewhere, is the connection you make with kids, families, community, athletics, arts, activities. It is a joy to see at Lake Sham families connecting. Watching literally kids grow up in our audience 10 years later. Now there's kids coming up to me that are like, I'm married, family, look at my kids. Where are they now? Back in the tent. Don't tell me that. You're here. What? Who's with them? But no, that's so. Did I just give away what I am? Or no? That's okay. We'll we'll do something else for trivia. It's all good. Okay. The 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 real trivia question is, I don't have a trivia question. I think we I think we just make them listen to something. So I think it should be something like, when Mike was talking about his backstage experience, who was the artist he went into the green room with? There you go. Beer. So if you can answer that question, who was yeah, the artist? I, that's really, I like that one. Thank that, you. That Mike spoke Mystery, about earlier in the po- podcast. A little naughty. It wasn't Shep because he doesn't sing or play. So I didn't go in with him. <laughs> so they got, they've got to answer on I'd say your we, Facebook. Let's do Facebook. Or no, Lace Jam Facebook. Which whoever, if there's a right answer. Yep. They'll get thrown into a drawing between the Lakes Jam account and the Listen Local account, and we'll okay, announce we'll combine it them both. An, a week after this one posts then. Yeah, yep. and that'll be for two, three-day GA passes to Lakes Jam. So if you go online right now, taxes, fees, whatever, it's about 160 bucks. so you're looking about $320 nice. yep. prize. And like you, have to, you have to be following Listen Local and Lakes Jam. Very true. Yep. I think that's a good that's Yeah, a good if plan. you're not you, and we draw your name, then. Yep, well, shit out of luck. You are shit out of luck, as they say. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Yeah, I don't have anything else for this one. Do you? Well, I'm checking my notes. Okay. Because I'm sure there's always something I missed. I don't know. I'll just well, another quick shout out here. Um, Mike, as everyone knows, is the MC on stage up there. Does an amazing job. Controls the crowd, gets the crowd fired up. And the way he introduces all these bands, I don't think you would find a better guy than Mike Smith doing this here. So kudos to you, Mike. I mean that. No, he's, he's, a, he's a huge asset to the he Lakes is. Jam team. And again, why we're he doing is. these podcasts, because Shep, both you and Mike, what you do for Lakes Jam, what you've done for the last 11 years is, has been absolutely incredible. And we really appreciate it. You know, and Shep and I go back a long ways. I can't say how many years. It's a long time. Okay. And I've aged differently than Shep. Um, <laughs> thank God we're on the radio. <laughs> I won't say which. Either up the compliment or not. <laughs> <laughs> it is, again, back to your Y Lakes Jam. Stuff like this. This is the one-year reunion. It goes, it's fun. It's a good time. Love it. Yep. So if you're new to Lakes Jam or not new to Lakes Jam, look for that purple Shep flag flying back there in the campgrounds. Go have a beer after the music's done and party it up, and you'll probably hear Mike back there singing karaoke or something like that. Who knows? Shep and the trifecta. There you go. We're good. Let's do a duet. Islands in the stream. <laughs> Which one of you is going to be? I like the solo Dolly. better. <laughs> oh, man. Guys, if you have not gotten your tickets yet, stop messing around. Head to the Lake Shams website. Buy your tickets. Buy your friends' tickets. I don't care if you're needing it for Valentine's Day, Christmas, Fourth of July, whatever. I don't know what time it is. Buy tickets. Get your reserve campsites. Go right. buy a camper if you don't have one. Go buy a fish house if you don't have one. Go oh, buy a golf idea. cart if you don't have one. Just get ready yep. and stop messing around. But seriously, thank you so much, Ken. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. And this is the Lakes Jam Podcast presented by Listen Local. Wall to wall and I still lay so loud.